Hi. Hello, Speedy Malone. Hello. Hey, <laughs> welcome to part time during COVID 19, aka double time. And this is episode four, if I'm uh, have yep. any sense of time or space, which is debatable, but <laughs> which is declining rapidly. <laughs> yes, yes, there is uh, no, yeah, time. What is time? <laughs> hmm. What day is it? Thursday? Um, yeah, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about the uh that that quote from the grandma in that show in the olden days in England. What was that show? That is um, not the kind of show I would watch. I don't know. No, no, you watched it. You watched it. It's like it's about people in like a castle. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Yes. I definitely did not watch that. I do not watch things like that. Okay. Well, my favorite line, I've only seen like two episodes. My favorite line was when this grandma's just like, what is a weekend? Like, cause they, they're like money. They have like no concept of space or time because uh-huh. everything's like a fucking party. So I've been just like, what is a weekend? Yeah, we we did clarify it for our kids last Saturday. You know, we said, "Oh, this is the weekend," and then we're there's kind of this pause, and uh, Charlie said, "That's when mom and dad don't open their laptops." <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's the difference. <laughs> oh my god, that's the public servants don't open their laptops on weekends. People, you heard it here first. Is anyone surprised? Nope. <laughs> But that's literally the only difference between every other day, right? <laughs> yeah. We had uh, our first year, or uh, our, like, checkup with the doctor. Josie just turned three on Tuesday. And uh, and they were like, yeah, you guys should probably make a schedule for her. And I was just like, oh, my God, we literally have done nothing. Like, I mean, we do stuff with her, but we don't. We focus on, like, love and being outside, not like, oh, now it's time to do, you know, creative dramatic play like we don't that's you know kind of flow so yeah do you guys have a schedule no um like we so one thing that's happened during quarantine is that uh caleb who's the five-year-old um is not napping anymore that's been about a week or 10 days maybe i am that's like the worst news i've heard yeah it's pretty bad All Um, (laughs) all weekend Um, and we started it because he was just like bedtimes were just getting so rough and, 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 you know, it was almost like magnified because of quarantine. So I was there with him at like nine 15 one night. And I I think I might've said this on an earlier episode, but you know, I was just like, it's, it's this kind of like desperation on my part. Right. Cause I'm just like, I need a break. Like I've been with you since (laughs) six o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I need you to go to sleep. So that I can have, you know, like some time to reset so that I can like be a okay mom again at 6 a.m. tomorrow, you know. <laughs> um, and I, you know, like I really need you to go to sleep right now. So um, so we started experimenting and it's, it's a little rough. I mean, like he he's tired um, for sure. And he but anyway, so Zeke's still sleeping, still napping. So, you know, that like afternoon rest time. I feel like, you know, does, there's a kind of a natural, there's some kind of natural schedule, right? Like we do, we wake up, we have breakfast, there's something in the morning, then we 
make lunch. They do rest time. It's rest time's over about three thirty. Then we do something, and then yeah, 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 you know, and then we start getting ready for dinner. So, but no, what those somethings are, we've been doing like a pretty probably at least an hour or so walk most days. Um, nice. So either morning or afternoon, kind of depending on what you know what Charlie and I have going on, we'll do it you know morning or afternoon. Like all four of you, or are you yeah, guys splitting and the up dog. your time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God, I can't believe you guys only have one dog. I know it's very strange, but he's getting literally so much exercise. <laughs> to all listeners, to all listeners, they've had a fleet of dogs ever since like your marriage. No, before you guys got married, like yeah, we tapped out at you three. had Aberdeen solo, mm-hmm. and then you yeah you went up to three, and now you're back down to one. Yeah, and you know yeah, so <laughs> it's a little, and it's kind of funny because Gus died in December, and there was a little bit of relief to just have fewer mammals to care for. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> but then now we're in this situation where it's kind of like, well, shoot, like we, you know, we're, we're always home. Like we could, you know, we could <laughs> spend a lot of time caring for a, do- a new dog, but um, so yeah. So, and then like, you know, so sometimes the other activities like the, sometimes they do kind of more screen oriented things. They do yoga or they watch a show or they do a different, you know, or they just play or so. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of schedule. It's not, you know, it's not here's time for dramatic play, but it's more like, uh, Hey guys. Um, I think one of the, I, this is, uh, Maggie McConnell's, um, uh, activity that she had put on Instagram, which we did too, which was freezing, lego minifigures in um like big ice cube trays like whiskey rocks trays <laughs> okay <laughs> and then giving each kid a bowl of warm water and one of those little um syringes from like tylenol uh-huh and they spray <laughs> warm water on the ice and free the uh mini the little person inside jesus um, how long does that take it must take like at least 14 minutes yeah, I would say 14 to 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Night. That's a long activity. It's a long activity. Um, they, you know, it makes a little bit of a mess, but it's just water. Um, and <laughs> they're super into it. So, I mean, a lot of it is just, you know, kind of me or Charlie being like, uh, uh, hey, do you guys want to do, you know, this kind of, you know, random activity that we just <laughs> thought of or heard of or whatever. And so, yeah, that's our schedule. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, it's awesome. Yeah. We, we, ours is like basically the same as yours. Uh, except I think we walk not for an hour. Um, and then, but we have it where Brian has the morning or I, oh my God. Oh, I have a wicked cramp. Oh no. Call me back, dude. You got to call me back. Okay, sorry about that. I get, okay. these, I get these cramps ever since I had Josie. Like, we're like, you know, the part of your rib that... at the top, like right under your boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are <laughs> debilitating. And it's when I'm like sitting, like comfortably, like on Big Duck in Josie's room or on the floor, or like just now on my couch in my office. Now I'm now I'm horizontal, hoping they don't come back. Yeah, I um, so I learned it was like a discussion with some other moms 
I don't know, a couple, maybe like two years ago, where we kind of all realized that we get them. And they're, I mean, so they're obviously related to having been pregnant, right? Yeah. Um, and I've just never heard them talked about. <laughs> um, but they're it, horrible. Yeah. It's, and it's exactly like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's so strange because I've even tried to <laughs> Google it or, you know, like, is what is this called? This is obviously a thing that like every, or at least many women who have been pregnant end up having and it doesn't I don't understand it but no I know exactly it's terrible I'm sorry oh my god it's so painful and it's like it's like just like to all listeners she sent me a text like eat a banana like no I'm not gonna eat a banana I already ate two today so many bananas (laughs) all right it's all about that it's that pain (sighs) yeah it's anything that's kind of like if I'm kind of curled up around a little bit like it doesn't happen if I'm, sta- <laughs> if I'm standing straight up but no it, it happens like once every two weeks or something or once a month like it's not often but it's like it's like getting it's like an Achilles it's a new Achilles heel that just shows up <laughs> oh it's the uh, gift of pregnancy that keeps on giving <laughs> oh my god oh my god thank you body <sighs> okay where Your schedule. Brian takes oh, yeah. the mornings. So we have half the day. So Brian works for the state of Vermont. So half the day, Brian has Josie and half half of the work day. Brian has Josie and half of the work day. I have Josie. Mm-hmm. And um, this, the time when I, when Brian is working, he works like in our bedroom, in our home. And then the time when I am working, I'm at my business at the market. Um and it's been going pretty well, you know, but God, I just like, like childcare, man, I need it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's our schedule. Anyway. So Josie's birthday, Josie turned three. Happy birthday, Josie. Happy birthday, Josie. She's like, to- she's so funny. She's so alive. She's so physical. She's hilarious. And uh, she became potty trained on April 10th. And I say that with like complete certainty because ever since I stopped nursing her at 27 months, anyone can give me shit. I did nurse her a long time. Um, Ever since then, I have like grown pretty tired of changing poopy diapers. Like, yep. It's like the hormones ended and my patience for poop in a diaper. Um, was over so anyway we finally after talking about this for about six months we were like well joe's like you only have a few diapers left and then the couple days probably the five days leading up to it she finally pooped in in a mini potty and then in like that thing you put on your your actual toilet Mm -hmm. and then no her last diaper was on thursday and she has been awesome so nice yeah and we haven't had an accident yet but we probably will whatever um and so the funny parts are when we go on I have a bike seat on my bike and so when we go on bike rides I put one of her little mini potties in my backpack in case we have to stop um and then last night I had gotten home from uh working and this is like as as Brian was making dinner and we were in the kitchen and I heard the toilet flush and I walked in and she just started screaming at me because she had just gone to the bathroom on the toilet all by herself. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God. It's like, it's so nice. It's so nice. 
Well, congratulations to the whole family. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then to hear it first, we're not, we're, Josie's going to be Brian's and I's only child. So that's, <laughs> that's just denouncing that it's in the world. We made the choice before COVID-19. Um, so now I'm like never going to change a poopy diaper again until maybe my grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. You should pitch in when, uh... <laughs> yeah. When Josie, if, when Josie has a kid, definitely. I'll definitely change a diaper. No problem. But man, those diapers towards the end. Oof the worst yeah well and it's really and maybe it's also that transition i guess she was eating real food when you were nursing her still but there's just yeah this point where you're like this is just like a a total human poop <laughs> like, this oh is totally not a, totally this is not a baby poop this is just like, no there's n- there's literally nothing feces, cute about it. You know? yeah nothing cute <laughs> not like those those like yummy oatmeal-y delicious breastfeeding poops that happen when they're very young Right. It's, it's like legit poop. Um, okay. Other story about Josie's birthday. So every, you know, there lots of stuff, whatever. The only thing I'm going to share is like, as you know, I love really good bad ideas. Yes. It's <laughs> so specialty. this was, this, this was something that I did. So I have all this like really big paper. So I cut up like five sections of paper and gave it, dropped it off without Josie knowing at five of her friends' houses for her friends to make signs. Okay. So that on our bike, we could go on a bike ride and she could see all these signs. And it's like, gives the kids like not her friend, like her friends something to do. Right. So it's like everyone wins. Um, So we went to the, wait, how many houses? One, two, three. Okay. It was six houses. We went to, to the houses and, Three of them had no one at them, so we just saw the sign, which was nice. One of them, her friend was sleeping, so her big sister and her dad played a duet. Totally fine. And then the other two houses each have a set of twins at. And the first one, Josie, like, started to get upset. They were doing a dance and something with, like, bubbles. Josie was like, I want to play, I want to play. And I was like, no, no, no. And And then, you know, we biked away. And then the last one we went to, her two other twin friends we're playing and she had the biggest meltdown I've ever heard in the back of the bike while we were biking. I know. And I was like, okay, that was such a good and such a horrible idea because <laughs> all she wants to do is play with her buddies. And here we are on her birthday. She doesn't care about the signs, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was supposed to be the highlight and it ended up being the absolute low light of her B day. Well, that sounds like, um, a lot of parenting so <laughs> <laughs> so just another day just another day parenting a three-year-old yeah. all the best intentions and it just doesn't go the way you thought it was. why can't i control the outcome i ask myself that every day about every bit of my life um okay that's that that was her birthday nice well um it's certainly i mean you know, not that she'll necessarily remember her third birthday, but having your birthday in a COVID-19 quarantine is a, <laughs> a milestone. Hopefully, hopefully it's not just, uh, you know, the first birthday in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have to tell you, I've been thinking about my birthday, which, as you know, is coming up pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. And you know what I want to do? Ride your bike um, around and see signs from your friends fuck that 
I am playing one-on-one drinking games with Brian. I'm going to play. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn up. I'm going to have a party, him and I, standing up outside. And we're going to play Beirut. And I'm not kidding. I was like, that's like all I want to do. Because I just want to yell and scream and dance a little. That sounds fun. Um, Doesn't that sound fun? Wait, what was it? 242 College? Was that where those guys lived? Oh, I don't remember that. Mark either, Penrod. That... Mm-hmm. Mark Penrod and Jared Conley. And Josh <laughs> Luthie. <laughs> Um, the other thing about the birthday signs, so there's all, there's a, this is where we just take our listeners down memory lane. Sorry, guys. Um, when we lived in the low rise in uh, 2000, <laughs> Two. 2001, the spring of 2001, when we staged the coup, yes, we staged a coup. We got this 10 unit or 10 bedroom apartment thing. And, um, and then we had a party for Allison's birthday and you and I went to the student activity. What was it called? It was like the student activity center where, where student groups could make giant banners for, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and this was another, I mean, this I'm going to put with just a great Aaron Mullen idea. Um, <laughs> so we went there and used their materials to make this giant banner for our apartment that said happy birthday <laughs> you little bitch <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i was a little curious if any of josie's friends uh... <laughs> well i did get a text from bernadette doikis that said josie's really lucky to have a little bitch like you as a mom <laughs> And that is the origin. Which I, I mean, had to, which I had to screenshot because I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Josie, your mom's really a little bit. Your mom's a real little bitch. <laughs> oh my god, our haters are gonna hate this section because we're just laughing and telling uh, insults. <laughs> Take that, haters. Uh, <laughs> Take that. You got two little bitches on the phone. Watch out. <laughs> um, that is great. Uh, well, I look forward to wishing you a happy birthday, you little bitch. Uh, <laughs> and it is for anyone who uh, wants to, you know, you can decode, I think, every birthday since then, at least on social media I, and on text messages. <laughs> I've wished both you. No, I wish you, I think as a dirty hippie and Allison as a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God, dude. It's so funny. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Should we go get back to our list? Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. What else we got? Okay. So, uh, well, actually, Oh, Let's talk about two two cool things that happened with with money this week for me and my business. Go go for it. Okay, number one is some of my friends from Wesleyan, including my co-host Sarah Erlander, sent me four hundred fifty dollars to spend at my store to donate stuff to the food shelf. Um, thank you so much. That's so fun. You're welcome, and I'm really, um, you know, I think. 
I was trying to think of ways, you know, I mean, it's, we have been, at least, you know, and I've talked about before trying to be really like intentional about supporting local businesses, but things like, you know, it didn't make sense to be like, hey, Aaron, I want to buy, you know, a bunch of like coffee beans and then make you go to the post office and, <laughs> you know, and it's going to cost like $25 to ship them to me. <laughs> right. Um, it just didn't, you know, and also I can get coffee. That's not like environmentally friendly either, right? I can get coffee from faraway places closer to home um, right, right, right. but um yeah and it's you know because we love you and we love momos and um people in uh, burlington can use some extra food yeah because sure, it's it's a hard time for a lot of people well i have to say i uh felt the love from the moment i laid eyes on the envelope which reminded me of summer camp getting letters from you which is a very warm feeling so um, and I just want to say to take it a little, to make it a little bit more awesome. I just want to share this and I, and I probably put this on like Momo's Instagram, but, um, instead of giving the food and stuff to the food shelf, we're actually, my, um, neighbor and good friend does direct service, um, like social work to folks. And obviously they're having a really hard time. Um, and so we're going to do goodie bags. So instead of like donating like milk and eggs, now people may judge me, but we're going to do stuff that they, they have been having trouble getting, um, in their current life. So like soda and candy and like beef jerky, (laughs) like all, all the trashy food that people like want to snack on. And like, I know as someone who can buy whatever I want, like that's, you know, my kind of junk food intake has increased during this time. So, um, kind of makes me stoked to like, to like get it to these folks that my friend has a pretty you know a lot of like intimate touch points with and giving them the things she knows they love like so i think it's so cool so thank you guys yeah again well you're welcome and that's awesome i love that as a um i've seen that um some kind of other organizations doing that because there's right like you can pick up people can get a food box or something that's a bunch of you know i mean staples which they need of course but um you know snacks and other things that just kind of make you feel better <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is uh sugar and fat is what makes you feel better <laughs> yeah so that's that's awesome and and uh and the amount you know just really moves the needle so it's so cool um okay and then the second thing is everyone has read about and heard about the paycheck protection program yes and In i want to I believe we heard a little bit about it on our last episode. Please update us. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I got the money was put into my account on Tuesday. Nice. So I got, I got the full amount that I requested, like based on how you do the math and uh, taking a little pressure off, getting more hours for my people, especially um, my new manager, who's this guy who's awesome, um, who I've known a long time just from the local YMCA he worked there for 17 years and uh, I'm psyched to get him back up to 40 hours a week got some college students who are pretty excited to be doing something other than pretending to work and staying home so um that's that's really great it's uh kind of gives me a break on the immediate pressures and kind of I think I'm going to be able to take a couple steps back and be a little bit more strategic and make a plan for the next bit and then kind of like plan for the summer because who knows, man, it's, it's not going to be like it was. And, and how can I continue to operate and keep, you know, keep everything moving? That's awesome. <laughs> it seems like that's a, exactly the, uh, 
the purpose of it, right? I mean, to kind of give give small businesses a little bit of immediate breathing room to exactly like that, be strategic and yeah. um, figure out how to adapt and um, make a longer term plan. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like the federal government, it's in my account. Yeah. It's very bizarre. So thank you to all <laughs> those senators who thought, you know what, it might be easier just to keep people on payroll than to get everyone on unemployment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, that was huge, huge week with, with that. Well, congratulations. Um, I know. Look at me, huh? Look at this. Just running a small business in times, in coronavirus times. Oh, my God. All right. What else you got? Um, well, uh, we, I was going to say it's kind of related to your birthday plans. Um, <laughs> my drinking, my playing one be one Beirut. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and, you know, we've talked about this off, off uh, podcast. But, like, we are both people who over our lifetimes have enjoyed drinking quite a bit. I like um, to, I, you know what I like to say, Surly? I had a good, a good run. And that run, just being a woman in the world, lasted a lot longer than most, you know? 13 <laughs> years. Or when did I have Josie? I had Josie when I was 36. Yes. 14 years. It's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But there's almost, I mean, like for me, and I, I think you've felt similar, like, because every day is essentially the same, and there's not really a concept of a time or space, <laughs> like, I really would have thought that I would be like, drinking a lot more, <laughs> or like day drinking, like, I don't think I've day, like, I could be day drinking. Well, you have those kids. Not... But you have those kids. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But even so, like, even like, you know, like at night or whatever, like I'm not, and maybe it's just because it is, it just kind of keeps coming. Like those kids, I'm lucky if they sleep until 6am. So like, you just know that, you know, I just know that I'm going to be like doing it again the next morning. So like, I don't know. It's, it's like almost like drinking has lost its fun. A hundred percent. In the pandemic. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like what you just said. It's. It's not relaxing because you're like, oh, my God, this all starts again tomorrow and the next day and every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's almost like, I mean, at least for Blake, for like, I feel like the appeal of day drinking sometimes is that it's like it's so like special and unusual kind of like, you know, like, oh, here's a day where I can just kind of like hang out and, (coughs) and it's almost like an abundance of that time. Like I can just kind of, I guess I like, I mean, probably I shouldn't do it when I'm supposed to, when I'm on the clock, (laughs) but at least every weekend I could just be drinking all day, but it's like, why? Okay. So I don't know. I'll just do that next weekend or the one after that. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think it's like, not that it's critical. Like, I just feel like I am, with the majority of my life, with the exception of like maybe a little bit after my mom died, just I like to drink to celebrate. And like, there's nothing to celebrate. Like we, Brian and I split a bottle of wine last night, um, just like kind of celebrating that, that um, paycheck protection program money, you know, but mm-hmm. like on our birthday, we didn't even drink. Cause I was like, this is like, ugh, fuck, you know, <laughs> so it's just like no point. <laughs> maybe i'm depressed (laughs) i think we're all depressed i have been like i'll say like i had two 
strong beers last night. Oh, true um, confessions. Because we've been doing a virtual, we've been playing trivia. The trivia that we used to go to pre-kids on Wednesday nights is now on Zoom so that we can, so we can do it from home, right? Mm. Um, and we've been doing that the last few weeks. Um, and that's fun to have, you know, a beer or two with and kind of, but yeah, it's festive, right? It's, um, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, but again, it's like, okay, I had these, <laughs> I had my two beers. <laughs> time to go to bed all wake right up again and do it again i know um i was also going to share a uh and I, I think you're gonna think i'm ridiculous but if, if folks have seen this like whipped coffee the south korean whipped coffee trend we have um, been selling an incredible amount of instant coffee at momos just like as a yeah. heads up so i went to the grocery store last weekend to buy it among other things because of <laughs> And I'm like, oh, we're not really drinking, except we'd run out of tequila, so I had to go to the store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there were, I had tried to shop for two weeks at a time, which which I had mostly worked, but then there were these, like, discrete items that we decided we needed. Um, which tequila, was to, instant, and coffee, instant coffee, and probably eggs. Well, we yeah, and every time we go to the store, we buy more eggs, buy more milk, just because, you know, it's, because um, we are going through them, yeah. Um and most places are limited, right? So if I shop for two weeks, I can still only get a dozen eggs. Um, so that's that's certainly not going to last us for two weeks. So anyway, yeah. So this instant coffee thing, which if you haven't heard about it, is, I guess, a South Korean thing called Dalgona. Um, and it is instant coffee, hot water, and sugar. The original recipe has it kind of a one-to-one-to-one ratio. I've found that you can put way less sugar in it and it still tastes the same. So we've been reducing the sugar because that ends up being kind of a lot of sugar. But how um, much, I'm sorry. So like, is it like a tablespoon of each? So the recipe is two tablespoons of each. Um, Wait, so two tablespoons of hot water, coffee, and sugar. Correct. Okay. But we've been tripling it for a couple of reasons. One no is wonder that, it's too much sugar. <laughs> well, right then you're measuring out a quarter cup of sugar, and you're like, "This is a lot of sugar to like throw down at a you know." Wait, does Charlie drink? Does Charlie drink it? Yes. Oh, cool. So that's one reason that we've been tripling it. The other reason is that um, it really the internet claims that you can like hand whip it, but you really can't. Um, so we put it in the stand mixer, and just the way that thing is configured, like you need more volume right for it to actually work i'm gonna use Um, my immersion blender when i try it oh that is very smart um (laughs) so yeah so then you you whip it up and then you put it on milk and ice in a cup i've been using i actually have also really liked using coconut milk for that um also because i've been trying to conserve milk for my milk crazy children but like um, coconut milk like out of a like a can of coconut milk or um like uh like a box like like, ha- like almond milk similar yeah, to almond milk yeah, yeah. Okay. um and it's super tasty i think it's very caffeinated because i feel jittery after i drink it which i don't <laughs> i do not usually experience with coffee in like reasonable like i don't usually drink one coffee and feel like this you know so i think that there's a lot of caffeine in it Interesting. um but it's kind of fun cuz then it's like this foamy thing on top and it just kind of feels like it just feels a little more special and that is nice sometimes in these Aww. in these moments um and then what we so then the kids of course 
are like, we want that. What's that? What's that? So I experimented. And one of the commenters on one of the recipes claimed that you could do the same thing with cocoa powder. And so just like cocoa powder, sugar, and water. Uh-huh. Um, but it's that grainy. That does not work. Yeah, it's grainy. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't work. It never like whips up. Um, so, so I ended up adding whipped cream, whipping cream, which I had to it so like of course that worked and they loved it because it's just like chocolate whipped cream and then we created a little bit of a monster because every time we have it now they want kids whipped coffee and we've tried to limit it to like that's a weekend thing maybe that's what weekend means that is (laughs) that's exactly what weekend is you get a milkshake (laughs) at 6 30 a.m when your parents drink instant coffee you know, there's, they're like, at least Caleb is old enough now that he's turning it back on. He's just like, but you guys have it every day. And, you know, you don't want to, it's not a satisfying answer, but, you know, it's, it's quarantine time. So we're just like, yeah, well, we're the grownups. <laughs> no, that's, that's the perfect answer. <laughs> yep. We get it every day and it has a lot of sugar in it and you can't have it. <laughs> Um, wait, post a picture tomorrow morning for us on, uh, on the Instagram. I absolutely will. In fact, I think I have one from, uh, another morning that maybe that'll be our lead photo, um, announcing our episode. Nice. Nice. Um, okay. The other thing that I had on my list that I wanted to talk about was, um, Tiger King. Yes. And maybe I just want to just say my part and not really have a long discussion, so you want me to not talk and you just to talk? Well, I don't know. We didn't <laughs> That's really okay. It's okay. It. Just be honest. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Or maybe I just talk. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see how this goes. Because I don't think we talked about it. You mentioned it last time. And then mm-hmm. I watched it. Uh, so this is what I think. Is that I haven't watched reality TV since the Osbournes in like maybe 2002. Okay. So I don't usually watch like reality TV. And... I think that the beginning, the first like three episodes were really good because I felt like it it was like kind to Joe and like presenting him and you had this like connection with him. Mm -hmm. And then the last four episodes, it's as though the filmmaker like changed the kind of like narrative with Joe and suddenly he became distant and freakish and I don't know, it was like less intimate and then it just seemed trashy in a way where I felt like I was like, like it was like voyeuristic or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that to say is that I think in, when I first started watching it, I really liked it because it was this ki- this kind portrayal of this man who's totally crazy and connected to these beautiful creatures in captivity or something and then the, mm-hmm. the the second half i felt like the filmmaker was like overwhelmed and it just wasn't it stopped being kind to joe and and more just like telling this weird story without a bunch of clarity do you know what i mean yeah and so i did you watch that they you know they released that like extra episode Hosted by Joel McHale. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I think yeah, I watched week. it too. I'm like, I don't even know who Joel McHale is. And I, I didn't, again, I just, it seemed more like the second half than the first half. You know? Yes. 
And the only, I think, exception, so that um, person, Saf. I love Saf. I know. And and I think that um, he, like, because he says something in that episode, you know, where he's like, Joe, Joe is like basically like so much more than this. Like Joe is also somebody who would, you know, give you the shirt, shirt off his back and this and that, you know, and I think that like, it did kind of turn into this like almost like freak show. Yeah. Um, that was like much more exploitative. And I just thought it was, it, it would have been more interesting mm-hmm. to make Joe, like it just kind of turned into like, aren't these people weird? Yeah. You know, instead of like, like, well, yeah, all people are weird in their own ways, but they're also, like, other things, and it's more interesting to talk about kind of, like, the more, like, complete, like, who is this guy, what's the deal, um, and, you know, I mean, like, ultimately, and actually, we were talking about last night, because we we started watching, there's also, like, an episode put on by TMZ, which is on Hulu, which we watched, like, five minutes of last night, and then we were like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and... You know, they, so he got, so Joe Exotic got 22 years, right? And and that, I think, has got to be for killing the cats. Like, the fact that all these sentences were stacked and it was so long. Um, yeah. Because the actual, like, trying to, if he did actually, like, try to hire someone to kill Carol Baskin who didn't, like, actually even do anything who just like went out and partied instead yeah. is like not something that you should go to prison for 22 years for. Like, right, right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not like approving of that behavior, but it's like not that bad. Right. Like it's. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that was like, and, like she was like, no way. She was never actually even hurt. Like, I don't think she even knew about it. You know, like it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of that I think would have been more interesting and even like the cat. So then like it sh- the focus, I feel like should have been more on like the cat. I don't know. Like, I just, I think it could have been more, I think it could have been better and more interesting with kind of more like fleshing it out more and not just getting so kind of like freak show about it. Yeah. And, it, so I agree. and it's like, I think Joe happened to unravel while this guy was making it. And so mm-hmm. I think it probably was like overwhelming to the filmmaker. But uh, the thing is, is that, like, the whole, like, initial presentation is fascinating, right? Like, these three different people, like, including Doc, whoever, are fascinated Uh with these big cats and have, like, a really kind of beautiful connection. And then they bring people into that. And, like, we can judge that. But, like, the idea that, you know, Joe Exotic had this menagerie of people who had done bad things and had no home. And like, they all came together to take care of these big animals. Like that's like so beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, of course there's bad there, right? Like they're all (laughs) doing drugs and like whatever. I don't know. So it it was good. And then it got icky. And then I was like, fuck that. I didn't like that. Um, Well, and I think that like, ultimately I do think that all of those people I guess maybe not all of them, but at least like Carol and Joe and even like Doc Antle and his like cult that he's running or whatever. I know. I, I mean, mean I don't. Polygamy is like totally bananas. <laughs> I love the polygamy. I just think it's like, I, I I do think that those people like all thought they were doing good things for the cats. Yeah. And their method, like you can disagree with their method and I'm not saying that, you know, and that they might not have been, but I don't think it was like bad intent. You know, I think they were like, kind of 
you know, broken and off base and, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of things. But I don't think they were like, I'm just going to use these cats for my own to get rich and I don't care what happens to them. Right. But I I do want to say this is, and this is something that I, you know, have learned in the past couple of years, like owning my own business and like really thinking about how, how things are. But like, if you think about a baby cub, a baby cub can get pet for what was it 12 weeks 16 Mm -hmm. weeks and each and every time someone goes to say joe exotic zoo there's let's say four baby cubs Mm -hmm. okay so that's in a year at the minimum there's 12 new cubs being born okay the average lifespan mm-hmm. of a tiger, I don't know what it is, but like Carol had them from the 90s, right? Like, so maybe it's 20 yeah. years. So each year, then you have 12 new cubs, right? And he's saying he only has 40 cats, 30 to 40 cats at his zoo. So that's mm-hmm. where it's like, why didn't PETA or like USDA or whoever just do the math on like, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. If this guy always has cubs, where are they going? So like, to me, it would be like, where is he selling them, right? Or he must be euthanizing them. And it's the same right. with Doc. And I don't know what Carol does down in Tampa. Doesn't seem like the petting is as big of a part. But, like, like just trying to figure out how he makes money is, like, the key to how fucked up the enterprise is, right? Even if he does mm-hmm. love the big ones, right? Like, they must be going somewhere else. Like, all these animals, Anyway, should I draw the math and put that on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Let's get sad about the Cubs. <laughs> Everyone's in captivity now, not just the Cubs. The Tigers are all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron, I think it was another... Uh rousing success of part-time double time (laughs) part-time double time until next week people or the week after that because really what's the difference (laughs) (laughs) all right bye-bye friends